1: at that would you look at that would you would you get a load of this get a load of this guy over here hey how you doing over there welcome hey to podcast this is i'm bob i'm here with will yeah Will, will how are you doing?
0: I, I am will coming at you live in four frames a second
1: <laughs> this is discord's fault of discord i'm sure yeah. people will say you say your camera's still better than mine though and, I, and I'll yeah, be salty oddly. about it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how's everybody doing? I hope you're all doing good. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, we have many things to talk about today. Well, I wanted to show this to you quick. Greg okay. Miller before tweeted, uh, what's the more popular franchise? And it was... is uh, yes. Sonic or Zelda? And I was Nine. like, well... I was like, "Well, obviously it's." Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I like kind of hard time
0: thinking which one it is. I know what the answer is. Is it because you cheated? And I know it's the correct answer. No. How do you but know? I, it's I, the I know answer. the answer is Zelda, but I still voted for Sonic. I still voted for Sonic. You know the answer is Zelda. Why do you know the answer is Zelda? I know the answer is Zelda. Because I'm pretty sure overall lifetime, Zelda has sold more games than Sonic. And obviously, Zelda games are more highly regarded, highly revered than Sonic games are. Zelda is a pure video game series. It hasn't been diluted, really, by extraneous media, whereas Sonic, you know, there's... There's a long-running comic book series. There's like five animated shows. There's a movie. There's all this other crap that like sort of dilutes the brand to an extent. And you know, lest we forget, there was a good period of ten years where Sonic just had bad game after bad game. Um, so that that definitely sent its popularity nosediving. Whereas uh, Zelda just focused on good game after good game after good game. Having said that. I still voted for Sonic because, you know, I bleed cobalt blue in reality <laughs> over here. So, um, I so
1: obviously Zelda has. Uh, if we if we go, you know, per capita, Zelda has the better games. I'm yeah. not, I don't even like Zelda games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just know that there's more bad Sonic games than there are bad Zelda games. Um, mm-hmm. So. You would think Zelda would be the more popular franchise. Sonic, though, iconic character. Iconic pose. Come on. It's the blue blur. (laughs) So I did a little Google Trends, Will. And you'll be surprised if we're just doing the words Zelda and Sonic. Sonic wins by a long shot. Now, as you were talking, I realized Sonic is an actual word in the English language. <laughs> so maybe that's why Sonic wins. So yeah. I did a little I did a little rehashing. Sonic the Hedgehog versus Zelda will. No, Sonic the Hedgehog versus the le- just Legend of Zelda. So not even the Sonic the Hedgehog right. versus Legend of Zelda. Sonic pulls out on top a little bit. There was really? some there was some farce going on between november and february right where zelda pulled ahead what could what could have happened with zelda then in february it started in november
0: okay when did age of calamity come out oh there you go that was it that would be age of calamity and then they announced the um the skyward sword remake wasn't it around that time uh, it, it was
1: in. It was probably here. It was probably in the beginning of the year. Yeah, January. Yeah. Uh, and then people in the chat are saying Sonic movie, and that's when Sonic had a big jump. Uh, yeah. I did the Legend of Zelda, and if we put the in Legend of Zelda, Sonic crushes it. Really. So, even though Sonic hasn't had anything going on in a while, will Sonic's the bigger franchise?
0: Mm-hmm. I will say I just looked the bigger up name. I looked up on Wikipedia the list of the best-selling video game franchises. Mm -hmm. The Legend of Zelda, the whole series, has sold 117.34 million units. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog has sold 145.61 million units.
1: Damn. People in the chat are saying not even comparable. Guys, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's an actual thing that we, it sounds
0: in my brain, I don't want to compare the two, but it just, and, and for, you know, for, you know, your information out there, the Legend of Zelda and Sonic are separated by Star Wars and Madden. Oh my God. So Star Wars and Madden have sold more. Than the Legend of Zelda, Matt and I understand
1: Star Wars. Yeah, like, I, Star we're Wars, About are we talking about games? Star Wars is
0: unfair because like there's like a million Star Wars games. There's only like okay. 20 Legend of Zelda games. Okay, I, I understand. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, yeah, I would never say like one. Like, I would never say like Sonic the Hedgehog three is better than the original, or, or a link. It's better than a Link to the Past. Those are two completely different yeah. games, you know. Um, but we're talking about the size of a franchise here and I mean also Sonic has a lot of other stuff outside of games I know Zelda yeah. does too but Sonic is kind of crushing in that in that aspect yeah Um so I mean I, I was kind of shocked by this I was kind of I was kind of uh, I, I was I was surprised by 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 this I don't know what the hell brought this up I would like to listen to that podcast that they were doing <laughs>
0: Um, well Z- I think because like two Sonic stories broke uh then we'll get to them in this podcast mm-hmm. so that's probably what prompted the Sonic part of it I don't know what prompted the Zelda part of it I can only <laughs> speculate and I'm sure it was very heated whatever it yes. was um
1: somebody in the chat where is it oh uh, Royson says Zelda versus Pokemon you can't compare. Anything to Pokemon because Pokemon yeah. is in another stratosphere. <laughs> Pokemon's the biggest
0: franchise of all time ever. Any well, franchise. Terms... <laughs> Until, according to Wikipedia, the games have sold 373.15 million copies. But that puts it one, two, three, fifth best selling video game series of all time. <gasps> The top five are, in order, Pokemon, Super Mario, Call of Duty, wow. Tetris, and then just Mario. <laughs> Wait,
1: Mario's in it twice?
0: Yes. Mario's in the top five twice. You can't twice. do that. One. You can't do that. <laughs> this is... Look, I'm, I'm going by Wikipedia. <laughs> They're never wrong. They have Mario, the overall Mario franchise, and then they break it up into... Su- That's how big Mario is, that he has all these sub-franchises that do gangbuster numbers. Like, Super Mario is its own series. Mario Kart is its own series with 156.47 one, million. Wait, so Mario Kart doesn't count as the Mario franchise? Mario Kart, it does, but put it this way mario kart has sold so many copies it counts as its own thing in addition to being part of the mario series that's dumb well it's like think of it like the the marvel cinematic universe the iron man movies have made a, a lot more money than the captain america movies so much so that that can count as like its own highest okay, grossing fine. franchise fine fine Saying, like, I get I understand the mentality, and if anything, that just shows how strong those series are. Tech Niner Mario says, Party is not spun off in its own thing. Tech Niner says Call of Duty Golf.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> um, would play that, I would also play that, that would probably be, be fun, yeah, um, for once, anyway. So, wait. Okay, never mind. Okay, um, I I, I forgot I forgot where, where we what 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 number is Sonic in the in the biggest franchises uh, gaming franchises? Hold on,
0: I gotta reopen the tab.
1: Um, Mario is like the Beatles. I'm surprised Mario is number one best selling franchise in video games.
0: I mean, you po- gotta Pokemon, it. Pokemon it is it biggest franchise. Everything. Pokemon is biggest franchise. Period. With you include period. everything, this, it's not of just the... games. It's the anime. It's the movie. It's the the plushies.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But, but, yeah you I gotta it. count it because it's not like listed. Oh, uh, it's that far down. Eleven. I Sixteen. I didn't expect it to be that far down. The 16th 16th biggest video game franchise is still, like, when you consider all the video game franchises that are out there, you know, it's bigger than Resident Evil, it's bigger than uh, Dragon Quest, it's bigger than Tomb Raider, it's bigger than Halo, it's bigger than Monster Hunter. Well, I'm not surprised about Monster (laughs) Hunter. It's bigger than Smash Brothers. Okay. In terms of units sold.
1: Uh is it just me or is Will's audio out? It's probably out of sync.
0: It's got all sorts of problems today. Yeah, we got we got all, we got issues. I finally updated my Mac to Big Sur and it's I don't think it's going well. I did that to my MacBook and it's been running great, I gotta say. I mean, I'm not having too many problems with it. I've just I haven't really gone through and optimized everything I need to be optimized yet. And I was mm-hmm. afraid that this might happen to Discord.
1: I uh I uh I I had to wipe the whole thing because there was too much. Uh, my hard drive was full, even though I had like nothing on. I had like nothing on my MacBook, but for some reason the hard drive was full. Yeah. So I wiped it. I installed Big Sur, and there was like 180 gigabytes being used by just other when I installed Big Sur. Oh yeah. So I had to do some wacky stuff in in Disk Utility to like delete that 180 gigabytes um yeah. now everything runs great i haven't tried like editing something in premiere yet but uh it seems to be okay and it's an it's a late 2016 macbook so there's rumors that there's uh we're gonna get the 16 inch m1s in the summer Ooh. so maybe i mean i'm I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my expectations low because i keep getting uh i, keep getting, I, I doing... assume
0: they'll wait for the m2s to do that which might be this year given the way they do the you know the phone chips yeah they uh
1: yeah i would think that they want to suppose the rumor is it's also going to come out with like a, a new mac pro so it'll probably okay. be something like an m2 or like an m1 yeah, yeah. a or something i don't know um anyway uh we could talk about we can talk about valve now uh yeah let's
0: talk about the actual thing <laughs> so we uh in the headline
1: so apparently this this broke like just a few hours ago apparently valve well it was it was pitched as a rumor earlier today that valve is making a a a nintendo switch like portable gaming device and a device Mm -hmm. similar to what we've seen these other like hokey companies have been making like these these like little gaming pcs that are tablets and they're usually expensive and they're little pcs and they look like a nightmare to use so i've never personally done a video on one because they're expensive and i know i'm not gonna like it um but anyway valve is making their own. Now there's an article from Ars Technica that says exclusive Valve is making a Switch-like portable gaming PC. So
0: it's not a rumor anymore, apparently? I I guess not. If Ars Technica says it, it must be true. It must be true. They don't mess around with stuff like this. No, they're a reputable Uh, source. Video game and hardware studio Valve has been secretly building a Switch-like portable PC designed to run a large number of games on the Steam PC platform via Linux. And it could launch, supply chain-willing, by year's end. Multiple sources familiar with the matter have confirmed that the hardware has been in development for some time, and this week, Valve itself pointed to the device by slipping new hardware-related code into the latest version of Steam, the company's popular PC gaming storefront and ecosystem. On Tuesday, SteamDB operator, Pavel Dijundik, got it, nailed it, first try, uh, spotted the change in Steam's code, which pointed to a new device named SteamPal. The name is a derivative <laughs> of a previously discovered co- uh, code term, Neptune, which began appearing in September of last year and came with a Neptune-optimized games string. At the time, curious code crawlers thought it, this discovery referred to some type of controller. Typically, that's true. The Steam Pal, whose name we're putting in scare quotes, because we... Uh, because we do not have confirmation on the device's final name, is an all-in-one PC with gamepad controls and a touchscreen. In other words, it looks and functions like a Nintendo Switch, albeit with a removable Joy-Con controller functionality. There's a fly in my room. Got it. Killed it. I'm the man. Uh, (laughs) This device is very likely the subject of an announcement Valve co-founder Gabe Newell hinted at. Hinted to in a panel conversation at a New Zealand school earlier this month, there he dodged a question about Valve's plans for future console video games with an indirect answer: "We will get a better idea of we will get a better idea of that by the end of this year, and it won't be the answer you expect." You'll say, "Ah, now I get what he was talking about." Uh, In recent years, the Switch-like PC category has exploded. In early 2020, Alienware revealed its first Switch-like gaming PC, but the concept device has not yet turned into a commercial product. If you want to buy a similar device today, you're largely looking at products from Chinese OEMs like GDP, OneNotebook, and Aya, who have slapped ultra-portable PC processors and parts onto Switch-like chassis. The Steam Pal will go a similar route with a system-on-a-chip likely coming from either Intel, AMD, not NVIDIA. The aforementioned Switch-like PC manufacturers have leaned to AMD and Intel for their products. It is unclear whether Valve will release multiple SKUs uh, to offer customers a choice of power level, battery life, and other specs, as other Switch-like PCs have offered over the past year. At least one Steam, pro- At least one Steam Pal prototype version is quite Is quite wide compared to the Nintendo Switch. This extra width accommodates a slew of control options. No valve is likely not slapping an entire QWERTY keyboard onto the system, but the company has packed in a standard array of gamepad buttons and triggers along with a pair of joysticks and at least one thumb-sized touchpad in addition to the device's touch-sensitive screen. screen. The, The Steam Pals trackpad is likely smaller than the pair of touchpads that came standard on every steam controller if you remember the steam controller and that weird looking thing the steam pal is still in prototype stage and its features are subject to change as we've seen with prototype hardware for other valve initiatives like steam vr and the steam controller in other words while i'm pretty confident that the steam pal will include a d-pad i can't say for sure this also means i don't have details on crucial hardware aspects like battery life screen size pixel resolution memory and storage capacity Steampal's PC-like properties will include the option to dock to a larger monitor via its USB Type-C port, but I don't have firm details on exactly how that connection will work or whether Valve has any plans to eventually any plans for an eventual Steampal dock. Lastly, the Steampal was built with Linux as a likely target, an idea that aligns with Valve's continued push to make its entire catalog compatible with the open-source OS, particularly through Steam uh, Steam Proton. This that in no way means valve's increasingly cozy relationship with Microsoft couldn't result in a deal to get windows onto the steam pal though it could though it would not be surprising to see valve skip the per device windows license and tell users that the steam pal is open enough for them to customize like any other p c
1: um that I didn't know it was linux that's kind of uh it's kind of it makes me uh a little skeptical
0: of this thing, yeah uh and this this article looks like it goes on to talk about steam machines which were valve's attempt to get into making actual pcs steam machines for those of you who don't know in the chat those were basically valve branded pcs that were sort of like console hybrids in a way they were already designed they were already specced out and you can just plug them into your tv and start playing any game on steam um and they ran on steam os which was a linux based os mm-hmm. not every game on steam ran on linux though and it was very limited in what you could play where you can get them a lot of companies actually when they made steam machines they also made windows versions of those same machines <laughs> so that you could you can do everything you can on a regular pc and people just people probably opted for yeah. those um
1: you can make toast with them too. Yes, you can. You can. You can, uh, you can uh, press your clothes with them too. It looks <laughs> like um, Tech TechNanner in the chat said they have uh, excellent. They have a fantastic track record with hardware. I think he's being sarcastic. <laughs>
0: I, I think so too. What
1: What has Valve made that was successful, <laughs> hardware wise? I guess the the
0: true but well they bought that from htc well htc still makes it Uh, they that's in conjunction with htc oh so really it's like an htc thing that valve helped with other than that like nothing valve has ever done hardware wise has been you know runaway success or like any kind of success really Okay, so they did VR, they got one. So hey, they maybe
1: maybe that was the turning point for Valve. Maybe since then they can now start making some good hardware. Maybe. Um Yeah, I have little f- I mean so all right. Valve has great uh they have really good remote play. So you you can from your Android phone or whatever, you can remote into your your PC and just and just mm-hmm play whatever games you got on steam and it works really really well so this little device could probably be a powerhouse for that especially if it's linux based like you could still then remote into a computer or maybe even one of valve's own servers and remotely play a game that way and it'll probably run great but the biggest selling point for this thing would be if games run natively on it and if it's linux based i don't know what we're gonna be doing
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the the ratio of games on Steam that run on Linux is. I can't imagine it's very big because, mm-hmm. you know, every PC game runs on Windows, like for a fact. L- less run on Mac, but still, I think more games run on Mac than they do Linux, at least on Steam. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. I I, I mean, yeah. I know Linux is like
1: a development system, like developers like linux for some reason um but no it's it's not worth it to develop for because nobody has it so
0: um i mean i I like people in the people in the chat are saying that um steam steam proton which is their like uh windows emulation like works really well in steam os so
1: proton maybe is a compatible that, layer
0: of microsoft windows games to run on linux-based operating
1: systems proton is developed by valve in cooperation with developers from code weavers under con- contract and based on a fork of wine so i know wine wine is that yeah program that lets you run windows games or windows applications on mac yeah. Uh it includes several patches and libraries to improve performance and compatibility with Windows games. Proton is designed for integration into Steam client as Steam play. Okay, so it's like it's wine for, for Linux. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um I mean, you're 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 basically emulating Windows games. <laughs> like yeah. I, I still don't like what is the benefit. To putting Linux, oh, I guess the the license, you can make it cheaper. Because what's the benefit yeah. to putting Linux on this device other than just having
0: it run Windows? It sounds like everything would just well, run better if you put it on Windows. Well, you got to remember, Linux is open source. So that means, you know, it's free. One. Yeah. Two, um, it's easier to develop for because you don't have to go through Microsoft for everything. It's open so you can, you know, do what you want on it. Mm-hmm. Um problem is not everybody has linux not everybody knows how to use linux right um i mean so uh
1: i i don't mind having like uh, uh a good user experience like layer like a good ui over in mm-hmm. operating system to make things easier to run so like i'd imagine steam is gonna put their own sort of uh, ui over this thing to make it so all your games are there similar to like a nintendo switch or something um where you can just pick your game and open it up and it'll work just fine um it it doesn't matter what this thing runs on as long as it's a good experience for the end user as long as you turn it on and you can get to the game and everything runs just fine so if they can figure that out, running Linux or whatever they're gonna do using Proton, I'm totally down. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I, I I don't. I'm keeping my expectations low for something like this. I, I I like the idea that it has a touchpad because all of these other like Chinese devices that are you know like uh like Nintendo Switch knockoffs, they yeah. don't have something like that. There's like no, they're windows machines. Like they have start menus and, and these like pictures are misleading because it looks like it has like a cool UI, but it doesn't. It's, it's literally just windows. It's just windows. Yeah. Uh, And how do you move the mouse? You use the thumbstick and that sucks. Um, Yeah. So I'd be, I'm interested in, in a navigation with, with a touch with, with a uh, freaking uh or i guess this thing these things have touchscreens too but uh i'm I'm interested in like mouse movement with the touchpad it'd be cool if it was sort of like a vita how the vita had the back touchpad
0: yeah but the back touchpad like really wasn't useful outside of like a handful of games
1: yeah (laughs) but i mean you're just using it to navigate with the mouse that's that's right uh is luke real said did you see the handheld pc wood reviewed a week a few weeks ago yes i believe it was this the aya neo um i believe it was this one i also saw i think linus tech tips did this one yeah i think i saw that one the one x player which is ugly this is i mean they're all pretty ugly the GPD Win actually, so GPD makes pretty good stuff. I've, I've had their like DS looking one. That was an Android tablet. This one looks pretty cool. It's like a, it's got like a sidekick looking yeah. thing. It's got a whole keyboard under the screen, um, and it's it's kind of tiny. Um, I have zero use for any of this stuff. They're all expensive, and 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 the, the user experience is going to be trash because it's all just
0: it's windows with no skin over it. Yeah. I know I saw some people bring it up in the chat. Uh, Steam does have what they call a big picture mode, which is optimized for televisions. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they could take that and make a version of that for tablets, I think they might be, you know, that might ease the pain of trying to play PC games on a handheld. When you remote into your computer using steam
1: or steam link um it automatically goes into big picture mode uh and it works great uh because you control it with a controller and it's it's perfect so you don't even have to use a mouse at all um so that's another thing i'm talking about how great the 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 mouse pad would be or like the trackpad would be but like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't need that if it's a windows machine but I guess certain games would require a mouse like it's not gonna translate one to one onto a controller yeah um I used to have what's the what's the was what it called the steam link the 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 little like the little oh, tiny it was like thing? This, like
0: that it was like that big yeah yeah I think it was the steam link and it was flat. Yeah, th- yeah, that
1: that thing uh, I used for like two seconds, and it was
0: really cool. But like, I had no use for it. It was only like twenty yeah. bucks, which is awesome. And yeah, because was- well, that was around when Valve was like, it was at the end of its life cycle, and Valve was like just trying to liquidate it, and that's when we snacked it up. Mm-hmm. I thought it retails for twenty bucks. Did it? I thought it was like super
1: cheap, and that was part of the the appeal of it. It was basically just a way to remote into your computer, and, and no. And- it- the introductory price was 50 bucks oh that's eh. yeah it's just i just like it's cool that you can remote into your computer from your tv uh if you need that um i just don't think many people need that yeah because it is a little cumbersome to use in that way um but yeah, I snagged it for 20 bucks and it it was I thought it would I used it for like 2 seconds I was like this is really cool and then I never had to use for it. We were going to yeah. use it as a way to remote into the PC for when we were doing the podcast. Uh and it was just too cumbersome to use in that way. Yeah. Um So anyway, there's a lot of hurdles they need to get over and a lot of them are user experience hurdles mm-hmm. because uh um there's a lot that can go wrong with a device like this. And also, it could be a lot of money. I mean, if, if you're going to run oh, the yeah. games natively off of it,
0: it's got to have a lot of power. Well, One that, of the things that that uh, Steam Machines did, they offered... well, for, They licensed it to different companies, one. Two, they offered different tiers. So, like, there was a, a lightweight version for, like, a couple hundred bucks, and there was, like, a super version for, like, $1,000 or whatever, and it could run everything on Steam flawlessly. Um... So I'd imagine they do something like that.
1: I wonder if that's one of the reasons they decided to go with Linux. Maybe they can get more power out of it, but then you're still emulating Windows on a lot unless of games. They so.
0: can, unless they can convert, they make Linux-based versions of games for like the majority of the games out there, like the most popular games. Yeah, or they optimize
1: the emulation for the most popular games.
0: I, I froze.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah do you want to try using the web browser of discord uh i can try give me a second. while you do I'll, that i'll i'll read the notification i think we're we're done with with
0: valve yeah. right okay yeah so I'll, I'll log out and then i'll log all right in. i'll
1: read notifications while you do that all um right. anyway uh where am i how you doing everybody uh we got basic dutch with four months thank you very much we got spoopy girl with a hundo bits thank you we got khalil jama thank you for the eight months will is a killer lol keep up the great work guys thanks dude uh i'll let him know (laughs) picky gamer with four months thanks for all the great content guys thank you picky gamer it's taco night thank you for gifting a sub to wingless and it's taco night thank you for gifting another sub um, unless they can make it a simple pick up and go experience, it will fail. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a user experience thing. That... Will using the Steam Link on his camera?
0: <laughs> okay, load. Will,
1: Will's right, slowly coming back. Uh, you are in four by three for some reason, but uh, that shouldn't matter.
0: Uh, life is terrible, kids. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think it'll work. Your your bit rate's trash, but I think it'll probably even out. Okay. Uh, you are you are at least uh synced
0: up now. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, and this Zack Snyder's Justice League is in four by three, and as we all know, that is the greatest thing to ever happen in the history well, of society. Well, well I'll, just put me in black and white, and then I'll be even better.
1: We're squares in on.
0: Think,
1: oh. <laughs> we're squares on the on the on this, so it doesn't matter. I know. Uh, Khalil Jama uh, says, "Will is a killer." By the way, <laughs> I didn't hear. Did you respond? I didn't hear anything from your end.
0: I said that's not a lie.
1: Ah, uh, and Migs Luna, what's up, Wolf Bros? My favorite podcast on Earth right now. Thank you for the Hundo bits. Thank you. Uh Will, say something loud. Ah okay. Just making sure you're still the same volume. Um all right. What else shall we talk about today? Well, uh we can talk uh, about the Sonic News.
0: Yes. You you are a little you sound you. a little
1: quiet to me. Do I? Yeah. Does he sound quiet to you people compared to me? Yeah uh yeah yeah he is quiet uh are you using the right okay. mic or or should i just raise you
0: yeah tap uh, it
1: yes okay i'm going to i'm just going to raise you on my end speak wait 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 wait. okay i'll lower you again
0: wait what about now what about now how's that is that yeah. working uh it's working okay
1: say just a few words sure
0: Hi, this is me talking. I am talking. This is what I sound like when I'm gonna, I'm going I'm going to raise What's okay. I raise I
1: raise you a little bit anyway. Um okay. Well, you're loud AF anyway, so everyone is is mute in comparison. True, Eric. It's a good point. Uh anyway, Sonic 2's plot has been revealed. Sonic 2 as in the movie, not the game. The movie. We knew that
0: plot for yes. for a long time yes uh sonic the hedgehog fans have been waiting for, uh with bated breath to discover what happens next for the, in the tale of sonic the first film released in 2020 was a family-friendly romp that mostly took place in familiar settings around america a government copyright listing has the synopsis for the second movie and it sounds a little more faithful to the games after settling in green hill this is the synopsis uh after settling in green hills sonic is ready for more freedom and Tom and Maddie agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. But no sooner are they gone when Dr. Robotnik comes back, and this time with a new partner, Knuckles, in search for an emerald that has the power to both build and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hand.
1: Uh, So basically...
0: It's Sonic 3. <laughs> yes. The, the, the plot that they should have gone with the first time around is now the plot of the second movie.
1: Right, which is fun. You know what? They're going to introduce Tails and Knuckles. I'm cool with that. It's pretty cool. Knuckles yeah, is like the bad yeah. guy, and we know he'll be reformed at the end. We also saw pictures of yeah, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles together. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, this listing has been active for over a month. Uh but was only recently discovered by Twitter user user Uza. Ninja Risu. User Ninja Risu. So 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 what um
1: does uh, Robotnik have a name when he's tricking knuckles? Like when he's got the glasses on and everything? No, I think You know, like like because my... when you're playing Sonic 3, you fight Eggman in all of his forms, but he's in a disguise, so he's tricking Knuckles into thinking like oh, this we... is the bad guy.
0: Yeah, that's in that's an Egg Robo. Oh, so it's that, not when you play as when you play Sonic Three and Knuckles as Knuckles, you fight an Egg Robo instead of Eggman. Oh, so it's not actually Eggman, right? But then at the end, you realize that it's been Eggman this whole time,
1: right? Right. okay okay i understand um ming's luna says uh upgrade will's equipment man
0: will what do you need what do you, ne- you do you need anything uh well i ha- i have been debating whether or not to get a new computer all right well like, that's uh, that's <laughs> i know i know <laughs>
1: So my point is, there's so you got so much shit over there, and it's all great. Yeah, sh- there should be no problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I need to figure things out on my end. I don't think it's a it's a hardware issue or even a software issue. I think I think it's things beyond our control, <laughs> dude. I have I have a, a frigging great setup here, and I the yeah. stream
1: was crashing like six times a podcast, and all I had to do is use a VPN. So like that yeah. like throwing money at will isn't gonna fix his setup.
0: <laughs> is what I'm sure. Maybe you should use a VPN. I could I you know part of the reason why I updated to Big Sur was because PIA just didn't work anymore unless I updated. Is that the VPN? That's the VPN I use, yeah. Ah, very cool.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh the first oh wait, this is spoilers for the first movie. Can't talk about that.
0: Everybody's seen the first movie by anyway, now. We know Tails it was is on Amazon. Be in second Prime.
1: movie. Um, yeah. we liked the first movie as Sonic fans. We th- we thought that the movie wasn't a good movie,
0: <laughs> but we enjoyed it. It was as a Sonic lot better fans. than I think we. It was definitely a lot better than we thought it was going to be. Yes, you know, for sure. I think I maybe expected too much of it um that said this sounds exactly like what i think the first movie should have been so i'm more excited for this than i was for the first one this is exactly what i was hoping the
1: second movie would be after the first movie because the first movie was a great setup for something like this to happen so
0: i'm so down and i hope the third movie has shadow in it that would be sick (laughs) i feel like you know i still feel like sonic didn't need all that setup you know because right you could you could introduce sonic and tails and Robotnik and Knuckles and all these other characters, without having to go through the rigmarole of sending Sonic to Earth and introducing him to Cyclops and his girlfriend as they go around hanging out in bars and shit. Well, well, that's that.
1: That's one thing. I'm glad that the movie didn't give him like a big origin story. They get, they get, they spent like no time on a Sonic origin story because. There doesn't need to be one. It's the other characters that they have to introduce
0: that uh, oh, well, I think is okay. The whole, like the first like twenty minutes of the movie it was like him on his world, and then like as a kid being looked over by Big Claw, who we never see again, mm-hmm. and then he gets sent to Earth, and then it's like him living on Earth alone for fifteen years.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't need any of that.
1: well yeah i that's just like their own made up like story that's just like their own version yeah. of sonic you know i'm i'm happier that they didn't go with like uh how sonic became sonic because we don't need to know that that's not yeah. important to us um and i understand why they would need to slowly introduce tails and knuckles now um and tails kind of just appears so like and i hope that that's how it is i hope it's when, when yeah. uh the second movie starts so, uh, Tails is just there and no explanation hey we've been friends this whole time let's start let's have an adventure together yeah <laughs> um meta sentient says america will not tolerate a black hedgehog with a gun in 2021 jesus christ I thought that was well, a f- that was a funny Shadow the Hedgehog joke until I just read it right now. <laughs> that is well, too. Okay,
0: who was it? Because Lubix That's asked, "When is the film adaptation of the hit GameCube game Shadow the Hedgehog coming?" There we go. Um, I think that was in response to that. That'll be the third movie. Yeah.
1: Uh. Anyway, um. So uh, we. I, I, so I we again we liked the first movie we were just and we saw it like oh, what like a week or two early and, week or two before yeah and we thought it was we thought it was good but we were like as a movie it's not like a, a cinema masterpiece people aren't gonna like it that yeah. much
0: but it, it was it was that definitely is was not is not you know the one video game movie to transcend and. Due to the, to the genre What Superman did for comic book movies Still not there yet
1: Yeah and then the movie came out And everybody universally loved it
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: And I was like shocked I was like oh, okay well I'm, I'm happy everybody got something out of it I'm, I'm still convinced that um, Whatever the first few reviews are Of a, of a movie or game or whatever
0: Everyone just, just hive minds and rolls with it Like almost Almost no matter what i think it's definitely a lot of like yeah riding high on the fact that you saw it early and the studio was allowing you to like tweet that you saw it early no no, i no, think no. a lot of times we 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 didn't
1: care we 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 were we were like we we like gave it uh we were very
0: middle of the road on it well i my thing is most of the time when i see like a movie like mostly in movies when early reviews come out and early reactions, I should say, because they're only allowed to tweet the reactions. The only one, only people who tweet are people who like the movie in some capacity. The people who don't usually don't say anything until they put out their review. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is those good re- those good reviews, those good reactions on Twitter linger maybe too long, <laughs> so that by the time the movie comes out people have the wrong impression of it they may have the wrong impression of it and they're confused as to why so many other people don't like it that happens that a lot with,
1: with the DC movies oh uh, yeah they always get really favorable reviews at first and then the movies come out and everybody hates it Um. anyway I, I have high expectations for this because uh, as a Sonic fan I like where they're going with it i think this is going to be the movie i wish the first one was but i'm i this is the definitely the movie i was hoping they were going to go with the second one uh after watching the first one uh surge says dude sonic would have passed as a mad movie if it wasn't for the radical change in the looks after the backlash of the first trailer that's also true we're leaving that whole part out that is also Uh, true (laughs) sonic looked horrible uh and then everybody he said looked, this looks like horrible.
0: Satan monster.
1: <laughs> and they changed the look of Sonic and I think that yeah. that, that definitely helped.
0: Oh, a 100% helped. Um is my understanding that the movie as a whole wasn't changed aside from Sonic's redesign. Yeah. So, but I mean that redesign is just so that original design is so off-putting. And uh, gross. Uh it's like it's like the when Michael Bay did the Ninja Turtles movies which were also Paramount Pictures. Oh. Like the those movies could have been masterpieces but the designs of the turtles were so off-putting and gross that you could not get past that. Those movies were not masterpieces either. They were they were garbage fires. <laughs> I'll I'll What was I going to say? Um
1: so, so Sonic most of his popularity is his character design. He's a great character design and all of the characters are great character designs and you can have a yeah. lot of fun with it. You can make very similar characters in your own little, uh, your own little, uh, OCs. Um, that's why a lot of the bad Sonic games still sell really good. Cause it's, it's just, it's just really cool and pretty to look at. So, they ruined the one thing that made Sonic iconic. So, yeah, they had to change that. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel says Detective Pikachu was a disgrace. Detective Pikachu was awesome. Uh, people in the chat, somebody else in the chat said Detective Pikachu was better than Sonic, and I agree by a little bit. I think Detective yes, Pikachu no, was a better
0: movie. Much better movie. Uh,
1: not That's not to say Sonic was bad. I think Sonic was good um anyway
0: more sonic news more sonic news sonic the hedgehog celebrates his 30th birthday this year i am old and a new digital showcase is coming thursday may 27th with the reveal of the future of sega's enduring mascot sonic central described as a virtual event focused on the famous hedgehog will feature appearances from sonic from sega's sonic team and an unannounced special guest um in in a news release Tuesday, Sega promised to reveal a plethora of upcoming projects, partnerships, and events spanning the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise and beyond during the live stream. Sonic Central will stream for at 12pm Eastern, 9am Pacific on May 27th on the official Sonic the Hedgehog YouTube and Twitch channels. Sonic's most recent game releases were a pair of spin-offs in the form of 2019's Sonic & Mario at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 and Sonic Team Racing. The Blue blue Blur's most recent core games, the 3D platformer Sonic Forces and the 2D platformer Sonic Mania, were released back in 2017. Sega has a sequel to its Sonic the Hedgehog movie set for release uh, April 8th, 2022 birthday weekend for Will, a handful (laughs) of rumored collections and remasters including a re-release of the Wii game Sonic Sonic Colors uh, have leaked via retail listings. To further celebrate Sonic's anniversary, SEGA collaborated with creative agency Liquid Plus Arcade for a new unstoppable promotional campaign that highlights uh, fans' long relationship with the SEGA Genesis era mascot. You can see Sonic's new nostalgia-tinged video below. Have you seen this video? I have and I thought it was
1: bad until it was, they it's until they got to the part with the uh, this little girl drawing the Sonic stuff and then they oh, sho- yeah. and then they show like the actual one of the actual Sonic comic book artists and I was like, "Oh, okay. It's yeah. like it's like actually her." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty yeah. sick." The rest yeah. of it seems uh, like a bad attempt to do what um Pokemon did. Pokemon had a it's, really cool like nostalgia filled like trailer um
0: such a bizarre like motivational trailer, yeah, like you get knocked down you you get back up again, he who was there with you this whole time, you were there for him, and like <laughs> oh God, Sonic is not that serious, dude, yeah, <laughs> but Sonic I mean is, like not that serious they have
1: to recognize that, um. They haven't I feel like Sega has done almost nothing for their own franchise and the fans have done everything for them. They've made it so oh. easy to have this franchise and Sega has yeah. almost been a
0: detriment to themselves. I feel oh god cuz yeah cuz in the past like in the in the past like 20 years of Sonic the only t- like two games that sonic team were able to make and do well were colors and generations outside of that you had you know the, the the stupid storybook games you had sonic 06 you had forces you have lost planet you have unleashed which is half a good game and half a bad game that makes it a bad game yes <laughs> everything else sonic related yeah was really like not connected to sega for the most part
1: Matthew brings up a good point how does sonic still have fans if it's been so trash it's because of the iconic character design and also because the community is so uh so good people stay in it
0: also and i will fight anybody who disagrees with me those first four games are great games Yes. They were good games. They were good at the time, and they're still good now. You don't have a franchise that lasts for 30 years if your original uh, concept, if your original output is trash. Do you think Star Trek would have lasted all this time Like, if the original series was trash? No. It had trash episodes, but the series as a whole was very good, and it survived after it got canceled in, in the late 60s. It survived a decade of no star trek all the way up until the 80s when they rebooted it for the movie franchise and it still continues to this day would they have done it if the show was bad no the original sonic games were great games so it endures uh sweet the shit. sweet
1: potato moose says unleashed is better on series x i think because it runs at a steady 120 frames per second that's pretty cool and I'd like to try that out. I don't think that makes it a I don't think that makes it good. The People high frame forget, rate isn't going to make a garbage
0: game good. The high frame rate <laughs> is not going to remove all the Warhog stages from the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to make the Warhog stages faster.
1: Yeah. Um So, anyway, we're here because we're talking about they're doing an announcement on on Thursday. Um We don't know what's going to be in it at all. It just says a plethora of upcoming projects, partnerships, and events spanning the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise
0: and beyond. Uh, I'd imagine there's not going to be much about the movie. Um, Uh, It'll probably, I mean, the special guests will probably be uh, Ben Schwartz and whoever is going to voice Knuckles and Tails. Yeah, we might get a Knuckles design.
1: We might get a Knuckles design reveal Um, or like a poster or something uh which would be pretty cool i think we're gonna get a big triple a game i think we're gonna get the big main sonic game uh and that's gonna be pretty cool i really hope it's i really hope that i mean like i know this trailer's lame but i really hope that they channel this and uh and reach back into the past and pull out something good like they did with mania because uh they keep trying to f- to f- to force themselves forward and we get garbage like sonic forces and uh what else what other trash have we had recently
0: what came out before sonic forces uh, Sonic lost worlds yeah that was that that's a weird game though I don't know even know if I count that I know it's like a mainline series but I don't know if I count that that game was actually okay <laughs> that yeah it was okay but it was very weird yeah. I mean,
1: it was like their take on galaxy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, oh, Sonic, Sonic Boom didn't run by default. Sonic oh, Boom right, was Sonic very Boom.
1: bad. Sonic Boom was very bad. Very,
0: very bad
1: <laughs> uh, on all platforms. Sonic Team Racing doesn't count.
0: The Sonic Team Racing is very good.
1: It's okay. I just play Mario Kart. I'm sick of all these games that are like that. That are like. Uh, uh, like spiritual successes or rip offs of other triple a games like just play the good one you don't have to play the ones that are like
0: kind of like it i mean i get uh, it but like
1: i also like, don't no, like, really like friend, mario kart that my much my
0: friends come over my friends come over like we're gonna play mario kart we're not gonna play team mm-hmm. sonic racing or mm-hmm. crash right definitely not gonna play crash team Racing. but <laughs> crash team racing <laughs> crash team racing <laughs> 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 Plebeian <laughs> crap, but like you know, if I'm you know got some time to kill, I don't mind messing around in Team Sonic Racing. It's fun. It's good. It's well designed. I'm I can not- rec- I, I can recognize the goodness in it. I just I just know. Yeah, there's something a little bit better.
1: I'm not here to say which one's best between all the kart racers because I I don't even freaking like Mario Kart that much. I just know that those games are for playing with. Your friends when they come over for like a party or something because they're very, they're very normy games and the one that yeah. you're gonna pick out of all of them is Mario Kart because it's the one that everybody knows. So in in my little little world, Mario Karts fill in that void that these all have. These all these all go in the I same f- void and Mario Kart
0: fills it just fine. The the only game that I've played like the only Mario Kart style game that I've played that comes closest to that is Diddy Kong Racing, which is another Nintendo exclusive kart <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> racing game. Um,
1: anyway, I hope we get... Maybe we'll get... Maybe we'll get another 2D platformer like Sonic Mania type deal. I, I hope that they let the Sonic Mania people just
0: do a big budget thing. That's what I hope. But i See, I've... I feel like the Sonic Mania team's specialties is in two D, so it would make sense for them to stick with that and do like a Mania Two, hopefully with more original levels and not a whole lot of like retreads of previous levels. True. I will. I will. I would be down for a Colors remaster. I predicted as such, or I demanded on Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Oh, and there were rumors, yeah, that that was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, There's also the rumor of of a new Sonic collection that'll include Sonic 3 and Knuckles for the first time in a decade. Um, Oh, yeah. We did hear about that last week. (laughs) I think they should do a new big-budget AAA 3D Sonic game. I think they should. Do not include classic Sonic in the game. At all. (laughs) Just make it modern Sonic. Do not... Do some weird story where it's like a dark apocalyptic future and Robotnik takes over and you don't commit to it the entire game um yeah, and Sonic's in jail do... and being tortured or something yeah so <laughs> the game do starts not do, an, do not do an original character like create a character thing just don't even though it makes all the sense in the world with the series just don't well well just, here's the thing those are like the uh,
1: the original character thing is a good idea executed horribly so like like they just have to be better at making the fucking game like like the idea i feel like sonic it's the easiest thing in the world to sell games you just have to pander (laughs) to the freaking fans who do all of the work for you
0: and they and and they tried and they
1: and they fucked it up
0: That's why I say don't focus on create a character and all that stuff. Just like take a step back and like focus on making a sonic game. Don't try to add any bullshit to it. That's what they did with colors, and it was brilliant. It worked great. They just made a sonic game. They had like, you know, X amount of levels that were just running fast and jumping over things. And that was it. And the levels didn't last like two minutes. They actually had length to them. I want to make it very clear that we're very
1: big Sonic fans. Before we
0: before we, before we get crap for die.
1: shitting all over Sonic, I want you to know that we're very big Sonic yeah. fans. We've just been burned was for the, many years. We were
0: there for the original uh, Super Nintendo Genesis console war. We were veterans yeah. of that war. We
1: were veterans oh, of the you war. Tell
0: me. And we're we were on the Sonic
1: Sega fans. side, dude. We were we yeah. We were ride or die Sonic. We didn't jump on until Sonic 2, though. We were a little late to Sonic.
0: We tried. Our, our parents were difficult to... When it came to video games, you have you Still have are. a Sega. No, that's Nintendo. It's eight bit, <laughs> dumbass. It's Nintendo. You bought it before we were
1: born. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, there's other thing. Well, there's other things happening on Thursday also. At the same time as the well, not at the same time, but on the same day. Seems like. Sony just couldn't let them have their 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 fun. They 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 said Sonic yeah. is having an announcement on Thursday. Too bad. We're gonna talk about Horizon Zero uh, Forbidden West. Sorry for yeah. for a whole state of play. PlayStation State of Play. Honestly, they've been trash the last couple of them. Last one was uh what was it Ratchet? It was Ratchet and Clank, which we knew, Clank which one. we knew about. Um, they, Subnautica they like 2 and like the thing, yeah. Subnautica 2 which I also think we knew about and Among Us for PlayStation 5 uh, like cool yeah I can play it on my phone um, and that was it <laughs> <laughs> so these state of plays haven't been great everybody's really excited for Horizon Forbidden West everybody loved Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. so
0: I'm sure this will have some good stuff in it Oh, well, the Sonic stream starts at nine a.m. Pacific, and this, the countdown starts at nine a.m. Pacific. Mm. The actual gameplay reveal starts at two p.m. Pacific. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Gives yeah. us a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, I do like I do like the way they do the countdowns for for State of Play because it'll show uh, gameplay trailers. Of other upcoming Sony games to like get you excited for what they're going to show.
1: I did not know they they did. That's yet. cool.
0: Yeah. I, that's what they did for the last one.
1: Um. Well, I'm going to leave the call for a minute and join back because you have like a popping okay. sound that I think I can get rid of. Uh, sure. But in the meantime, I'm going to read some notifications like we got. Mm, did I read that one? I read that one. Mecha Dragon with a hundred. Oh, this is a great call experience. I have to say uh hey i'm back will uh we got Becca jack with 100 bits what up my bros glad to see you guys podcasting as always speaking of sonic sonic looks harder to draw than i thought please send help he's not hard at
0: all he's um, not i used to draw him all the time when i was in elementary school probably i could still draw him classic style though i don't do green eye sonic where's
1: my pen I'm gonna I'm gonna draw him on this bill right now. Well
0: uh could you read the next notification? Uh where was it? Where where are we? Uh okay, here we go. Uh Kiko Ba resubbed uh, for 18 months. Uh Toe Jam and Earl, most popular franchise. Come at me, you hear? Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh I like your Moxie, you're on your own with that. Niggs uh, Luna with 100 bits in my humble opinion the best Sonic story was the one of the original Sonic the Hedgehog Saturday morning cartoon from the 90's cheers uh, yeah also known as Sonic Sat AM because it ran on Saturday mornings Uh very good cancelled after two seasons which was a shame because they had a really good idea for a season 3 Cart- that cartoon kind of holds up kind of <laughs> I have it on DVD trust me kind of holds up also Steel uh, 00's yes um,
1: the, the, the movie, the, 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 the nineties movie, the, the, the OVA. Oh yeah, yeah. the OVA Yeah. All, it's all on, uh, on YouTube and it's actually very good. I'm not drawing the body. There you go. You got it. You got, you got a Sonic there. Fa- follow oh, along yes. at home kids. Oh.
0: Yes better than what i got going on right now i already had to use the eraser
1: well mom wanted me to draw uh, a paint a painting for her you know for 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 her little florida condo uh and i did it for mother's day uh she wanted like a beach scene i drew the beach from the opening of sonic uh the 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 movie oh i got a i see that. <laughs> I, I, ha, I had a little uh it, it, in the distance there's a little tornado with like smoke coming out the back and you see yeah. like, like a like a vague little sonic entails that she will never know that she'll never know is there
0: <laughs> i can't i can't wait to
1: see that uh where are we mix um, with another 100 uh in my humble opinion wait did i read that already yeah we yeah, read that already. i read that one uh man of steel 007 is the one we're up to Uh, With 100 bits, I was liking Detective Pikachu until I realized that people were fusing with Pokemon, and to reverse Ryan Reynolds, he needed his son, but the whole rest of the city, he just does it instantly. What? So here's the thing. I thought that was weird, too. That was a very weird uh, concept for, for the movie, to be fusing with Pokemon. Apparently, that's the concept of the game, Detective Pikachu. So... Yeah, that's that's what I've been told. So I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> if they were that true to the game, then fine. Um all right. We're all we're all caught up. Um I think we did fix the popping sound, by the way. I think I think we, right. we're good. Will, real quick, I want to talk about Knockout City. Oh yeah, how were you playing that? You were playing that, how was it? So, Knockout City is that game that has that garbage trailer. I forgot where we yeah, saw it. Yeah, it's like a
0: weird. Uh, no, we, I think we first saw it at one of the Nintendo directs, and then it was in a state of play. It was a weird, like, dodgeball-style game with Fortnite aesthetics and things like that. And it was just, it just looked like marketing speak for cool modern gamers stuff.
1: Yeah, so the trailer has all these weird characters. Like there's a little cute little pixel princess. There's the CSGO guy. There's like an orc. Yeah. And it's all there's different like a... game genres. Yeah. And you don't know what the game is. And you're like, oh look at all this is this is interesting. And and it's got this weird f- these like it has the Fortnite font and the purple and everything. Um so it, it, it it's 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 the trailer's weird. And then you get to the gameplay and it's a dodgeball game. And it's like, yo. Yeah. What? And none of those characters are involved at all. It's it's Yeah. Well, there's the princess girl, but she's not a pixel thing. She's an yeah. actual character. Cool. Yeah. It, I wasn't about it. That, that that it painted a terrible picture. I I was like it like disappointed me <laughs> like when I saw the dodgeball. <laughs> and it looked like some free to play garbage um it's made by ea so it made it even worse i was completely uninterested then i saw some gameplay i have to admit i watched a uh, sponsored stream i think it was uh nick merks and tim the tab man i watched like two seconds of them and they were having a lot of yeah. fun and i was like all right that might actually be fun then i saw alex uh the uh, now he he's our friend and now he's a video editor for uh game informer he tweeted oh, yes. like a video of him playing and He's like, yo, this game's actually sick. And I was like, you know what? It's free for ten days. I think it's I think today might be the last free day. Hmm. Um and uh he it's it looked like it was really good. And I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. So I decided to get a crew together and we'll it's fucking sick. It's actually oh, wow. awesome. Yeah. Um, it's only free for... Oh, their chat saying five more days. So give it a shot. That means right. it's free on the Switch right now. Um, it's cross-play. Uh, so you can have it on any console. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be on Game Pass. So I also downloaded it on Xbox. Because I'll... Instead of... I'm not paying for this game. Uh, right. I will play it on Game Pass. and I'll play it on my Xbox. I'd rather play it on my Xbox anyway. Um... So it's three versus three. If you get a team with a bunch of people, that makes it the best because you know otherwise I can't imagine having fun with this game. But um, the way it works is you throw the ball and you hit somebody. Everybody got, gets two hits. Um, you could also catch the ball. That doesn't really do anything. You just It just kind of like blocks the shot and now you have the ball. Um, you can fake them out though. You can fake a throw so people will try to catch it it's like shielding in a fighting game you shield and then you have like a cooldown, So you can fake, you can pump fake. And then, and then when they shield, you can throw the ball and it'll, it'll hit them when they, when they unshield, uh, tech matters says rock, paper, scissors. Yes. So it it has a lot of fighting game elements to it. Um, there's like a dash. You can like dash around dashing. Also blocks a ball. Um, you can dash into people and they'll knock, they'll drop the ball. Um, you can spin and and it'll spin the ball, like it'll curve it. Um you can charge the ball. You can turn into a ball yourself for another teammate to throw. There's a lot to it, but at the at the core of it it's really just rock paper scissors. Um but if you get a crew of like 3 people, that makes it really fun. Uh I can't imagine it being fun playing solo. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: if you just go into an online match on your own. <laughs> yeah, there is voice chat. Uh I don't want to talk to other people though.
1: Uh if you're with a random team it is awful if peeps don't get on the same page. Yeah, I could imagine. You probably but that's the that's the way it is with any team based game. Like I'm terrified to play Valorant because I just don't want to talk to any other people. I I'd yeah. want, I want a full team of people or I'm not playing the game. Um but getting two other friends together can't be too hard. Uh, I encourage you to play while it's free so that you can see if you want to keep playing when it's not free anymore. Uh, you can play it on the Switch. Um, there's a there's a 1v1 mode, but I think you have to unlock it. Uh, but it's easy. It, it, you level up really quickly. I think the most fun we had was just being tryhards at the game because it's such a stupid game to be a tryhard for and there's a ranked mode so like it's it's a really like silly game to to want to like like be uh like 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 top tier at um but it's fun and we put a video over on Wolf Den clips today of of us playing it so if you want you watch that and then if see if you want to download it yourself uh Bob goes into detail on the gameplay mechanics. Me, ah so it's dodgeball. Yes. But in dodgeball <laughs> if you like catch the ball yeah, doesn't face. the other guy go at, isn't the other guy out?
0: Uh yes. At least that's how we use. I used believe to play. that is the official rules of dodgeball.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it's not how that works here. You just you just get the ball now. Uh Feel like Splatoon meets Fortnite. That's what it looks like? That's not really what it is, though. I don't think so. I mean, you could turn into a ball, so I guess that's kind of like turning into a squid, but it doesn't really help your mobility at all. No. Um, the tra- the training is terrible. But honestly, we had two people just join our game and- uh-huh. without the training at all, and they did just fine. <laughs> so, um, there's a lot to it. Like, every button does something. But uh, it's once you figure it out it's 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 really fun you could do a lot with it um
0: anyway check
1: it out that sounds it, it, that it sounds
0: it, like I, I am seeing a lot of like positive reaction to this game which i'm very surprised by because this I easily know. could have been another like Fortnite try hard
1: it's it's or you mean like Fortnite clone that ended up failing miserably
0: <laughs> yeah that's what i mean because not even a clone, because it's a dodgeball game, but like it's mm. trying to ape that style and aesthetic so hard.
1: Well, it's we had like it's
0: like it's trying to be the next thing.
1: It reminds me of like Ninjala, which was very bad. I did not like that game at all. Yeah. Um. What's another one? I don't know. There's a lot of games like that 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 try really hard to 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 be yeah. the next cool multiplayer thing, and it just falls flat on its face. Um, when it's not free, how much will it be? Honestly, I don't know. I believe it's gonna be on game pass, so get it on there uh it's gonna be twenty dollars. it looks like okay um so it's not that's that's not a lot of money, and I'd imagine there's gonna be microtransactions because there's a lot you can unlock in the game, and it's e yeah. a so uh anyway uh we can move on from that i just wanted to let everybody know that uh despite the terrible trailer it actually is pretty good uh, if you can get a crew (laughs) together and you only need two people so
0: that's good to hear
1: um anyway oh how about this a kid at heart says brother wolf does your bed also fall down from the
0: wall if so does your wife dislike it (laughs) no it does not uh we got one of them ikea beds with drawers on the bottom Uh, Because storage space is important, kids. you got to make sure you have enough space to store your stuff.
1: Including your bed.
0: Um, Including your bed.
1: (laughs) The Legend of Zelda fans aren't happy about the new Skyward Sword Amiibo. What?
0: Oh, I know uh, this. Yeah, so last week it was revealed. uh, Actually, while we were doing Wolf Den Podcast, we didn't really talk about it. uh, But Nintendo announced they would be releasing a new Amiibo to tie in with the upcoming Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. This is a pretty common thing for Nintendo to do. However, rather than simply being excited about the prospect of adding a new Amiibo to their ongoing collections, many fans were rather unhappy with this. The source of the disc- of the discontent with the new Skyward Sword Amiibo stems from a few different things. For starters, the Amiibo itself, which features Zelda and a Loftwing creature from the game, is more expensive than normal. Typically, Amiibo... Uh, costs around $15-$16. Instead, this amiibo will retail for nearly $10 more and will send customers back $25. As for why it is more expensive, Nintendo has seemed to justify the cost by noting that it contains two figures on a single base rather than one. While some amiibo collectors are used to paying higher prices like this from time to time, it doesn't seem to be a good purpose for raising the value in this instance. The bigger reason why fans are unhappy comes from how the amiibo itself can be used in-game. Essentially, Nintendo has added a new fast travel system to Skyward Sword HD that will allow players to get around the game's world much easier thanks to, the ami- thanks to said amiibo. Rather than needing to find a statue within the world, which is what you had to do in the original Skyward Sword to travel about. Using this amiibo will allow you to immediately return to the sky and vice versa. It is a feature that many fans felt should have have naturally been in the game. Instead, Nintendo is essentially locking its inclusion behind an artificial paywall. Since first being revealed a few days ago, fans have slowly been voicing their displeasure about the decision on social media. While Nintendo has been known to do troublesome things like this in the past, many fans have been more boisterous than normal about how this is a simply a bad move. Although nothing is likely going to change in the situation, it does sound like Nintendo has generated some bad PR with uh, for itself with this practice. Skyward Sword HD and the Amiibo are scheduled to release on July 16th.
1: I've seen Amiibos this big. How much is this Amiibo? $25? 25 bucks? 25 bucks. I've seen Amiibos bigger than this for less. So that's yeah. that's, uh, that's stupid. But I guess it's Zelda. People would pay for it. Also, um, a lot of the Zelda Amiibos are very rare and and like catch a yeah. lot of money on the aftermarket. Like the Zelda uh, 30th anniversary ones, I think, go for like a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just looked at the Monster Hunter amiibos because I know those are very big, uh, dude. Monster Hunter stories, L- Leo, Leoleya Leo, Leo, and Chevel, one thousand and fifty dollars on eBay. Jesus what Christ. the flip? That is crazy. Um, that's a buy it now situation. Yeah, uh, I guess. I guess you can't get any of these amiibos anymore i guess they're they're hard to find now yeah um anyway uh yeah it is dumb that they gotta lock this behind a paywall that's i mean we had something like you know the um the stupid uh super mario odyssey amiibos each one had a different thing that it did like uh the princess peach one just gave you um was it invincibility no it gave you it gave you the yeah the, the, something like that yeah one of them gave you the three the three extra hearts and one of them just straight up gave you invulnerability um yeah so that was kind of like cheating you, you could literally I know just it, do it whatever you wanted you could just spam it if you wanted
0: in breath of the wilds you could if you scan a link amiibo it opponent spawns like, right so you can get around the world faster that's pretty I mean, most most open world games. You press up on the D pad. You can whistle for your horse. It's built into the game. So, so
1: it um, uh, there's a lot of amiibos that will make uh, playing the game a little easier. That'll that, they'll basically cheat codes. It's like there's a lot of amiibos yeah. that are basically cheat codes already. This seems a little different it's like unlocking a functionality of the of the of the yeah of the hd
0: remaster that should have probably been there already yeah and the the hd remaster is already like people are already upset that it's a full price game Mm -hmm. um instead of like being a little cheaper because it is like essentially a port um but now you're asking to pay an additional 25 dollars to unlock the whole game basically for
1: sale is for false reporting i said it was the buy it now price do i have to explain that buy it now is not like the the you know that's just what somebody wants for it it's not necessarily like what yeah. it's being sold for do i have to explain you also that?
0: know how ebay works um
1: anyway anybody got a thousand fifty dollars i could borrow <laughs> <laughs> Um So yeah, this is weird this is a weird uh this is a weird thing for Nintendo to do. Uh yeah. It's one thing to make the amiibo cost a lot of money, it's another thing to to, to lock a f-
0: functionality behind it. Um is this yeah. the only amiibo for the game? I think so. I mean, I'm sure you can use other Zelda amiibos in the game. I don't know what they do. I thought but they as were far as amiibo I know
1: No, I guess that's it. I don't it. know. I guess Chat, help us out. That's the only Amiibo that I see. I didn't know that. I thought they would have multiple. Interesting. Um. Uh, when did this game come out? Uh, July sixteenth, I believe. I don't think I'm going to be playing it. Will I'm not yeah, very July interested. 16th. Not very interested in it. Nope. Sorry. Uh, all right. What else do we got here? Uh, Netflix is working on a game streaming
0: service, apparently. Yes, allegedly. Uh, Nintendo is seriously considering expanding into gaming, according to some reports from the past few days. I said Netflix.
1: You said Nintendo. <laughs> Net you said Netflix, Nintendo, is seriously which is
0: definitely in gaming already. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Netflix, the online streaming platform and sometimes DVD rental service by mail, so we're clear, Netflix, is seriously considering expanding into gaming, according to several reports from the past few days. Not only is the streaming giant rumored to be looking to hire a gaming executive to oversee the effort, but it's also reportedly mowing building its own version of an Apple Arcade-like gaming bundle. The news first broke following an information report on Friday in which an unnamed gaming source were unnamed gaming sources were cited by Netflix had approached veteran game industry executives about joining the company. The report went on to say that while Netflix's gaming strategy is still up in the air, one potential option uh, was to launch an online subscription gaming bundle based on Netflix's own titles. But while many details have yet to be ironed out, the information claims Netflix has already decided its games won't feature advertising. Reuters and Axios also cooperated that Netflix is on the hunt for a gaming executive. The Axios report also cites two anonymous sources saying the gaming bundle would be a smaller Apple Arcade that would feature a mix of licensed Netflix intellectual property and original work from independent studios its part, Netflix provided a statement to the information Axios and Polygon that its members value the variety and quality of its content as well as interactive shows like Black Mirror Bandersnatch and You vs. Wild and games based on Stranger Things, La Casa de Papel, and To All the Boys. So not so not a hard no, but not an outright confirmation either. The move into gaming is likely an attempt to boost its subscriber base as the company has been slowly grow has seen slowing growth in the U.S. market and increased competition from rivals. In the past, Netflix has pointed to Epic Games' Fortnite as bigger competition for eyeballs than HBO or Hulu. Netflix is also no stranger to the potential of building out content based on gaming titles. The Witcher, Resident Evil, Castlevania, Dota, uh, Angry Birds, Assassin's Creed, and Cyberpunk are just some of the video game adaptations Netflix either produced or has in the works. It also has its own history of teaming up with outside studios to create games based on its own IP, See Stranger Things 3. So far, reports say Netflix purported, Netflix's purported gaming service should could launch as early as 2022. However, nothing's been set in stone yet, and considering Google and Amazon's failing attempts at their own online streaming services, Netflix could just scrap the idea altogether. That's. I think this is another one of those things where uh, it's a big company
1: and they're going to always have like something in development, and it might not necessarily see right. see, see the light of the day. You just got to see where they could position themselves in the market right. and where the market is going.
0: I I I mean, this article makes it sound like makes it sound like they're serious about it. Right. Like they're serious about doing some sort of gaming streaming service type deal. Um, Uh, I'm a little confused. Um,
1: Where was it? Uh, One potential option was to launch an online subscription gaming bundle on Netflix's own titles. What the hell does that mean? Games based on their own titles? I think so.
0: So they'd have to develop games based on their own... Like like make new games based on like Stranger Things or Black Mirror, that's or a, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, that that's, an... that's a that that's that, Amazon's that's, biggest that's the problem. For this after, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's where a- Amazon went wrong. Um, yeah, they yeah they have to buy studio. That I don't know. People always say that um, exclusives are what's going to sell your 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 platform, and I don't necessarily. I mean, it's
0: it's true and it's not. They they help but there's there's so many other factors that go into like whether or not your system's going to be a success yeah ease of use um you know availability uh messaging like that that was was a big reason why the xbox one died i think that's all barely survived
1: i think that's the most important when it comes to a streaming platform because the whole purpose of the streaming games is the ease of use um or or accessibility uh and a lot of streaming services are failing at that um well that or they're failing in another way the messaging um yeah you used to be able to get games from netflix but when when it was a mail thing right really i thought so am i I wrong are you confusing that with gamefly uh maybe (laughs) because gamefly
0: was a a separate (laughs) no i know what gamefly
1: is. is I was gonna suggest Netflix should just buy GameFly. Um, I mean, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but it seems like that's not what they want to do. They want to like, uh, they want it to be a streaming thing because I think they know that yeah. that mailing uh, discs is probably not the future. Uh, Skycast says you could get games from boxes, oh, like Redbox. Yeah. Um, you could definitely get games from Netflix back in the physical days, says Kikoba. That's what I thought. Um so it it also it seems like I think Netflix is just so big there's no more subscribers that they could possibly get. <laughs> so so like they need to do something else. They, they they can't grow any bigger, you know. Yeah. So they need uh they need to go into another market and I guess that's that's what they're exploring. They I I feel like this is just the exploration. Um, oh, it's
0: definitely just exploration, but I I feel like there there is a tinge of seriousness to it because I know I know like a few like a few days ago, separate of this, they were looking for an executive to oversee the video game adaptations that they do. Mm-hmm. as you see, see in the article, they have a lot of them. They got more coming. They have a Sonic the Hedgehog series coming to Netflix. Uh Castlevania just wrapped, but they're doing a Devil May Cry series soon. They're, uh, they're doing a Resident Evil film, and I think the movie's going to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So they have all these like video game adaptations that they're doing, and people seem to like them, the ones that come out and are successful. So they see there's, there's potential in it. They can do the adaptation. Maybe they can go the other way and do gaming. I think that there
1: is room for a streaming service for video games. And I think that uh Netflix is one of the platforms that could potentially make it work. Um yeah. But I think Microsoft is crushing it right now. I think Microsoft is going to really lead the way with 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 game streaming. Um yeah. Anyway, we have a lot more to talk about here that I uh I I I thought we were like going slowly to the end but no we have we, have, we still have a lot more to go yeah um sweet potato moose is also is it me or does every game console have a bad ui i have not found a game console with a gui that i like the 3ds comes closest to balancing simplicity and feature set i guess it's not just you they do all have a very bad ui yeah. i agree
0: i think the the xbox 360 blade system probably the closest to being a good design no then that got rebooted to like metro and now whatever it is and now Uh, the xbox one has
1: i'll be honest design i think the nintendo switch has a great design even though everybody says oh we need folders and we need uh we need backgrounds (laughs) i actually honestly think that the ui of the nintendo switch is great the only thing i wish it had was uh uh uh, folders would be great and a way to pin games yeah. to the home screen would also be great yeah or a way to swap the yeah, alphabetical think... order would be great
0: the, the switch does not, does have a good design it's just it's very basic like it doesn't do anything yeah but than simplicity than is really games. important it, no it is but i think you know adding like you said a, a way to sort alphabetically mm. or you know folders it doesn't need like wallpaper or anything because that just becomes distracting um but yeah, uh the PS four and the PS5, they have they have something similar to the Switch, but it's so like busy with all this crap that you don't need. The Xbox One and by extension the series consoles, like they've gotten better, but they're still not great. There's still I, a lot of crap that you don't need.
1: I always have to figure out how to turn off the PlayStation 5. Because it's different now. It, you don't just hold down the PlayStation button and click off. Yeah. You have to do, like, uh, you have to do something else. I think you just... I don't even remember. I have to, like, hold it and, like, f- mess around for a little bit until it, I can finally turn it off. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're not... No, they're, none of them are good. <laughs> you know what's worse? Car uh, navigation systems or whatever you call it, the... the uh, Oh, yeah. Car, there, there's, there hasn't yeah, the, been a... The touch- yeah, the touchscreen displays in cars, yeah. Yeah, there's never been a good one ever in the history all, of ever. They're all terrible. Maybe Tesla
0: was I I liked the way Jeep did it, but then they also do like weird crap, like all the like weather and climate controls are on the touchscreen. And if I want to change something, I don't want to fumble around on the touchscreen. I just want to press the button for my heated seat or like the temperature. Yeah, yeah. And and and
1: it, uh, that's arguably where it Where simplicity is the most important in a fucking car, you're driving, you don't want to have to fuddle around with something with your right hand, you know. Um, anyway, uh, moving on, new time splitter's game coming from Free Radical Design Reformed. Will, this you are a big time splitter's fan, damn right. I'm a big time splitter's fan, time splitter's is great. I forgot like almost everything about Time Splitters, other than it
0: was good. I enjoyed what I played, but Uh, I forgot everything about it. To to be clear, when people say they like Time Splitters, what they mean is they like Time Splitters (laughs) 2. I don't know anybody who's played Time Splitters 1. If they say they've played it, they're a liar. Mm -hmm. Um, And Time Splitters 3, Future Perfect. uh, I know people have played that game, but nobody ever talks about that game.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: always Mm -hmm. just Time Splitters 2, which is fair because Time Splitters 2 is fucking incredible. And now, after being um, down for many years, they're back. Time Splitters is back, or at least it's on its way back with a new game from the original developers. Publisher Deep Deep Silver has announced the creation of a new studio that will be tasked with developing a new entry in the series. And you might be familiar with the names. According to the press release, key original members from the team at Free Radical Design, the studio that originally developed the series, are coming back, including Steve Ellis and David Doak. The new studio is called Free Radical Design, and here you see the statement from Deep Silver, um, saying that yeah, we're we're bringing Time Splitters back, and we got the original creators back. Uh, time Splitters debuted in 2000 and saw two additional sequels, but fans have been waiting a long time for a new entry. It is this unique style that has earned the Time Splitters series a large and passionate fan base. Uh, who will, without, da- without doubt, be excited for the formation of D. Silver's latest studio, and will look forward to learning more of as the franchise moves forward. Um, so, basically, if you're not familiar, the Time Splitters games were originally made by Free Radical Design, which were all the people who were responsible for making GoldenEye and Perfect Dark at Rare. They left mm. Rare to form their own studio, Free Radical Design, and then they made the Time Splitters series. Um three games on the PS2, GameCube and Xbox era, original Xbox era. Um they tried to do a Time Splitters 4 which never got off the ground despite some concepts. Um Free Radical was then bought then bought by Crytek, became Crytek UK. Um were tasked to make Homefront the Revolution, never finished that game because of pay disputes. Deep Silver bought uh, Crytek UK. Finished Homefront of Revolution. Was very bad, except for a Time Splitters 2 Easter egg in it. Um, <laughs> and now, since Deep Silver now owns Crytek UK, which by, enhanced, by that extent means they own Time Splitters, they've decided let's bring back Time Splitters because that's what the people want. And that's what they're doing. Um... Is that what the people want? I know that's what the fans yes, want. Yes, what but, the people want. But how many fans are left? Will this was a long time ago. Time splitters. We're all still here. We're all still here. And by we, I mean ma- mainly my friend group chat. <laughs> but we I know. don't want it. We're all gonna buy it.
1: I didn't realize how close this was to uh, uh, GoldenEye. It has the same oh, like the health f- system and everything.
0: Same health system. The same way they hold the guns, mm-hmm. one handed, and the reload is just down and up. It's it's just basic it's the closest there's ever been to like a go- a true goldeneye sequel or a true perfect dark sequel. Speaking of, we are getting a new perfect dark.
1: Let's not we forget about that perfect either. Dark.
0: I, I am excited for it. I am
1: also excited for that. I'd never played the Xbox yeah. three sixty one. Uh I heard uh, it's very bad, I but I would like
0: to. What I've played of it embarrassed me. We own it. Ate it. We own it. I've played a little bit of it and I really don't want to play any more of it.
1: I kinda wanna give it a try. Maybe I'll take it.
0: Will that work? That'll work. Yeah, you can take Yeah, it'll work. I have it on rare replay, so we have two copies technically.
1: It's on rare replay?
0: It's on rare replay.
1: Is that Game Pass? Could be. Uh nope. Uh... Uh oh it's not. No no, I clicked the wrong thing another another thing uh you can't the friggin the Xbox Series X version of Resident Evil Village is not available anywhere sold out everywhere. really yo, rare replay included in game Pass
0: nice getting it now do it uh why don't you just download then Resident Evil Village?
1: I want a physical one well <sighs>
0: I gotta hurry up and finish Doom Eternal because I want to play Seven and then I want to play Village. I want to do it in order.
1: Install on my device, you bitch. Oh, it just wasn't. It, I wasn't logged <laughs> in. Uh. All right. Cool. So I mean, all right, that's cool. They're making a new uh, time splitters. Uh, this is gonna be a long yes. time. This is they they they
0: formed I, the studio to make it. So. Yeah, I mean. We've been waiting this long. I'm sure we'll be willing to wait a little longer. Uh mm-hmm. I just I'm happy that we're getting it, because this is a series that should have had like 30 installments by now. Um Yeah. All I gotta say. Thank
1: you for the 50 bits, memesy. I appreciate it. Uh here's an original Xbox Easter egg that remained hidden
0: for nearly 20 years. A developer who worked on the Microsoft's original 2001 Xbox console who wishes to remain anonymous informed Kotaku of a hidden Easter egg in the Xbox's dashboard that remained undiscovered for nearly 20 years. He told us how to trigger the secret, which displays a previously unknown credit screen. Sure enough, it works. Uh, The main Easter egg they refer to, known for many years, uh, is, oh, sorry, skipped the whole paragraph. I didn't really expect it to be found well, not unless the source code leaked or somebody reverse engineered the dashboard. Um, it triggers. Its trigger was the same as the main Easter egg. So I knew it was possible. I figured somebody would have leaked it. Uh, leaked it for it to be known. The main Easter egg they refer to known for many years is triggered by going into the audio CD ripping screen and naming a new rip. Um, brackets, brackets, egg, eggs box brackets brackets you see it on screen it's spelled a particular way yes as soon as you hit done this immediately triggers a hidden credits roll after which the console reboots the easter egg we're revealing today starts in a similar manner by entering the magic string before ripping a cd but instead of triggering immediately it requires waiting for the cd rip to complete you'll then find that the system info screen has changed to something new uh, before starting, go to Settings and then System Info to remind yourself of what that screen looks like. Okay, good. The trick is... And then, then they tell you how to do the trick. Go to Music and insert an audio CD. A short album will take less time. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Carry on. From the audio c- CD screen, choose Copy, Copy Again, and then New Soundtrack um delete the previous soundtrack title and replace it with an uh t-i-m-m and then a whole bunch of y's 26 y's (laughs)
1: uh
0: and an exclamation point timmy 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 with 26 y's and an exclamation point uh sit 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 a spell enjoy the sounds of the hard drive stealing the music's essence Uh, When the ripping completes, back out into the main menu, choose settings, and then go to system info. You should now see a new screen listing members of the Xbox dashboard team. This little credit screen has been lurking below the surface of some 24 million Xbox consoles for nearly two decades. Naturally, we had questions about the leaker's bona fides, but they produced sufficient evidence to back up their claims about being part of the original Xbox development team. They also, upon request, Reduce the raw footage we use to make the video above so in the video above you can see uh, Bob is playing on screen how to go through it sadly efforts to test the easter egg in house were thwarted as all of Kotaku's original Xbox consoles have either been lost hidden somewhere off in offsite storage or died in boxes with the last year within the last year. Uh, thankfully, stalwart Konami PC archivist Ray Berholt agreed to test it on his own working console and gave us the all-clear. The trick is legit. Thank you, Ray. What happens? So, I, I still don't know what happens. You get a screen that lists the members of the Xbox dashboard team. So it's at different credits. It's at
1: different credits. Oh, so the the, the old... The old Easter egg gave you credits and the new Easter egg just gives you a separate version of the credits. <laughs> set, right? Yeah. It wow. changes the system
0: info screen. To, it changes the system info screen to reveal who worked on the Xbox dashboard.
1: If they knew about that, I mean, at least four people should have known about this. So how has it not been yeah. leaked? Very strange.
0: Yeah. I think... You know, the Xbox only sold 24 million units compared to the PlayStation 2's, like, 124 million units. Mm-hmm. So, not many people had an original Xbox. So, the fact that it took this long to reveal, it honestly isn't surprising to me. The system was not as popular as people make it out to be. Yeah, but I mean, if you
1: made that Easter egg or if you were part of that Easter egg, wouldn't you want people to know about it? There's four people that didn't say anything for 20 years.
0: <laughs> I am surprised it took them this long. I'm surprised they didn't do it like 10 years after it was released.
1: right um anyway, we got real shenanigans with 12 months. Thank you very much. Hey Bob and will. can't believe it's already been a year. Thanks for continuing to be awesome. Thank you very much no real problem. shenanigans. I appreciate you um next news that we'll do this quick. Call of Duty right. adds Rambo and John McClane. I'm sure yes. Will was shocked to hear this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm more shocked because Rambo is already in a video game. He's in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Voiced by Sylvester Stallone nonetheless. I don't think he's voiced. Uh, I don't think either of these guys are voiced by the real voice actors. Probably not. Uh, well, I don't know. Bruce Willis takes a lot of shitty roles now. <laughs> so, So just real quick they added like an
1: 80s like this new season of warzone is like 80s action movie themed um yeah you obviously you could play uh there's a character skin for rambo and john mcclain and there's voice there's voices too but it's not it's i don't know what it is it sounds weird um yeah but on top of that they added nakatomi plaza just in the middle of downtown in um in warzone And there's in Call of Duty Warzone, there's missions that you can do while you're playing the game to get money. Um, In this freaking game, uh, they added some missions around Nakatomi Plaza, three of them. And if you complete one of them, you get $100,000 in the game for your whole team. Uh, Not not real money, it's in-game money. Um, And you each get specialists, a specialist bonus uh means you get all of the perks in the game. So normally you can only have 3 perks with your loadout. This yeah. allows you to have all of them. So basically you turn into a god in the game. But if you, if you <laughs> if you uh complete the Nakatomi Plaza mission and obviously yeah. everybody swarms it. So it's really hard to 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 come out on top in Nakatomi Plaza. Also, Nakatomi Plaza is really complicated to navigate through. Because everything's it's hard mm-hmm. to get to the different floors and stuff. Um, I don't know yeah. if that was intentional because that's kind of like what the movie's like. <laughs> um, there's also they added an attack helicopter that just shoots everybody yeah. spiraling around uh, Nakatomi Plaza. It's actually really cool, like what they ended up doing.
0: Um, yeah, it looks really cool.
1: Besides that. Uh, I think Warzone has been great right now. Um, the weapons have been actually relatively balanced. So, like, uh, when Season 1 first happened, uh, th- there were some guns that were, like, way overpowered and that made the game kind of not fun. But right now, you could pretty much use a lot... There's a lot of great guns, and, and you could Pretty much whatever you pick, you can have a lot of fun with. Um, so... It's a great time to jump into Warzone right now. This is actually a really, really fun yeah. uh, thing that they added. Again, pretty much impossible for you to come out on top in Nakatomi Plaza, especially if you just yes. download the game now and drop in Nakatomi Plaza. It's gonna probably be a hard time, but um, it's uh, it's cool. Uh, and yeah, I think you need to you need to pay for Rambo and 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 uh, uh, what's Lionel. his name? Yeah, McLean. Right. You can't
0: just. You can't just get uh, that. I...
1: Hold
0: on, let me pull the page up. I didn't see.
1: Yeah, it's it's a pack. Uh, tracer pack. Yeah, Rambo. You get uh, the knife, two of his guts, and then you get the character skin. Um, and then there's a diehard bundle. Uh,
0: doesn't say uh McLean, but I assume he's part of it. Yeah, it, it's they haven't shown the McLean character model. Oh, says, he says no. You... J- Rambo and John are brand new Call of Duty operators. They are not skins for previously released operators. Uh
1: they don't show McLean here, but he's in the game. You can he's you yeah. can get him now.
0: Uh and they both yeah, I have, that's what I'm saying. I, I haven't seen like the John McLean model in any of like the promotional material. It's all been the Rambo model. Uh
1: yeah there's there's like no pictures what the hell yeah oh this is it this is what he looks like it's very this is a very bad picture yeah there it is that's him uh he's holding i think a dmr or something yeah and i I believe you have to pay for it um yeah uh yeah. 2400 cod points or a 16 point uh 16 euros and 79 pence what do they call that <laughs> 16 pounds sorry pounds pounds yeah pounds i think it's like 20 bucks um anyway it's cool i encourage you to check it out if you haven't played course uh warzone or just watch a stream of somebody doing it because uh, it, <laughs> it is really cool to see Or just watch Die Hard. (laughs) Or just watch Die Hard.
0: We have one more story here. Yes, I actually deleted the original last story because honestly, who cares that there's a PS3 version of Gears 3 out there somewhere. This is more interesting, and I feel like you would like it a whole lot because there's finally going to be a... Physical edition of Mega Man The Wily Wars for Sega Genesis available in North America. This is
1: really freaking cool.
0: Yeah. Limited Run Games is releasing a physical edition of Mega Man The, w- the Wily Wars, which was a Genesis, Sega Genesis compilation of the first three Mega Man games. Um, it was only released in Japan and Europe and was only available in North America via the Sega Channel which was a weird cartridge thing that you hooked up to your Genesis via a cable modem to download games to. Uh, and I believe it's on the Sega Genesis Classic console. Um, uh, You are correct. You are yes. correct. But now, Limited Run Games is creating a physical copy of it for you to buy in conjunction with RetroBit. And it comes with <laughs> these fancy things it comes with a a blue cartridge that is compatible in a genesis and mega drive so it is uh region free wow color instruction manual uh collector's cards uh interchangeable lenticular cards a double-sided poster a sticker collection uh and a certificate of authenticity (laughs) uh 70 bucks yeah Will be available for pre-order uh, from May twenty-first to June twentieth at midnight. Oh, we missed it! No, it's still going. Oh, so June twentieth. Oh, I can pre-order hey, it now. You can pre-order it now. Oh, I
1: thought it was going to yeah. be like sold out immediately. Uh, I want this. I'm going to get. this. No, I think it's still. Up. This is freaking yeah. awesome. Uh the only uh, Sega Genesis uh, Mega Man game. Yes. Uh and not an American thing. So. Yeah. I need this in my life. This is really cool. First time it's officially... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it was on... It was Sega Channel and... Uh, second channel, it's, yeah, it's the
0: and and first the time it was... It's, it's the first time there's a, an official cartridge version of this game. Right. So, yeah, I'm freaking getting this. This is sick.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, they Pre-Ros close on June 20th. Jeez. Yeah, so you got time. That's really cool. I'm happy about that. Yeah. That's a lot of money, 70 bucks. But honestly, that's probably what it cost back in the day when yeah. it came out. No, definitely. And think of it this way you're just getting all this <laughs> other crap. Yeah, you're getting a lot with it. Yeah. Anyway, uh guys, that's all the stories we have for today.
0: Yeah. So that means. That means. of the week! of the week! of the week!
1: I'm going to lower the Tweet of the Week audio. <laughs> yeah. going to blow everybody's eardrums out. Uh, tweet of the Week, guys. Uh, we have two this week. I saw two that were funny and worth, worth showing. Uh, this one right here is from Burn Your Cosmos. It says, Counter-Strike fans, when they strike the counter, I don't know, never played it, and it's a broken <laughs> countertop. <laughs> That's good. And the second one is from Keith John Stack and it's it's like a shady looking guy in an alleyway going to buy uh, something from another shady guy in a trench coat and he pulls out
0: Sega Genesis Sonic 1 it says not for resale. I like how at least on my screen the first reply is somebody explaining the joke. Yes. Yes, and it's 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 the picture of
1: Sonic, right? The, the cartridge?
0: No, no, I, I have someone who actually spells it out. Like, to ruin the joke and to explain why it has not for resale label oh, is quite yeah, simple. Sega made a special label for copies bundled with new Genesis systems to make sure that shady retailers didn't just take the game from the bundle and sell it on its own.
1: Yeah, I mean... I've seen not for resale a lot. I mean, GameStop used to trade in games that said not for resale, and we we would sell it all the time. Um, Yeah, because what are they going to do? You can't. You can't. You could sell this on eBay and stuff. It it is. You could resell it. It's really just like them trying to discourage you from reselling it. There's no law that says you can't resell it.
0: Yeah, it was. It was really just because I think at the time there weren't a lot of. You know, it it was easier to get. A Sega Genesis with Sonic than it was to buy Sonic on its own. They they so didn't if you want... saw not for resale, if you saw not for resale, that meant somebody took it out of the system.
1: Yeah, they didn't want like Sears or somebody to take yeah. the, the S- Sonic out of the box. Um, and we still see it. We saw it with the Wii with Wii Sports. It's a not for resale on it, but not yeah. as big. Like this is the bi- yeah. Sonic one is the biggest I've seen not for resale. Yeah
0: it is so like grotesque looking <laughs> sonic 2 has also has not for resale on it but it's like a little badge in the corner it's not it's not as huge as that uh oh yeah there it is i think there are three versions of sonic one there's the not for resale there's the one that doesn't have not for resale on it and then there's one released years later after the formation of the ESRB that has an ESRB rating on it. And that version of the game is rare and goes for a lot of money. Oh. Interesting. All right. Now we will talk to you people. Yeah. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using... No, that was the old podcast. That's dead and you very... You can't. You can't if talk you like to us on Twitter. Twitter we'll... I
1: will stab you.
0: Yeah. However, you can talk to us on last week's Wolf Den Podcast over on our YouTube channel, Wolf Den Podcast. And if you left a comment over there, this is the part of the show where we will answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. We got a comment from Seven who says,
1: What the hell? I already have a million copies of GTA V, so I might as well get it again on PS5. No point in it being sensible now. He's got a point, Will. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, from, from the guy who you know has how many copies of Resident Evil 4 <laughs> and Sonic 2 and I, I whatnot,
1: do want to play the online for Grand Theft Auto, but not pay another $60 for it. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's gonna be on Game Pass. Uh, never mind. Melon says. Kind of dig the folks in the apartment talking in the background. Gives a neat cafe atmosphere vibe. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. There's nothing I could do about that. Yeah. Uh, Green HX God of Green HX says, uh, "Sonic Jam for the Sega Saturn was my first Se- Sonic game. Uh, classic Sonic games are my favorite, so I am so hyped. Thanks for sharing. Yo, let me tell you, classic Sonic games. Every Sonic fan's favorite. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> um emily van Engen says while comparing game boy sizes bob says one's got an actual butt (laughs) and then ponders his own lack of posterior uh i kid i kid great content as usual gentle bros yo let me tell you i got no butt zero butt over here um and am i lying the game boy color has a butt
0: yeah it's got a like a, a noticeable like curve. It's got a noticeable curve. It in, in its bottom area. Yeah.
1: Uh Elik uh zero eight two. This is all from last week's Wolfden Live in the comments, by yeah. the way. Uh the Wolf Bros. No news. It was a slow week. Two hours and thirteen topics later.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of nonsense G- is what it is. Yeah. Generally when we say no news, it basically means no interesting news. Right. nothing that really feels important to talk about
1: we're coming at you from the top saying this is going to be a bad show strap in boys yeah (laughs) or we're going to do we're going to make a whole we're going to talk a whole lot about nothing today yeah uh anyway now we're in the chat uh mecha dragon with 100 bits says how many copies of sonic the hedgehog for genesis each of you bros have any versions allowed Uh, Alright. So, wait. The original? The original. Okay, so... uh, I think we... We we definitely have it on the Genesis. Because I went through a thing where I wanted to buy every Sonic game. Um, Yes, and we did. So we have it on the Genesis. I have it for, I believe, Android and iOS. (laughs) (laughs) So both. I think... I do, too. Probably just iOS, though. You never had an Android phone.
0: I had an Android tablet. My Kindle was Android.
1: Oh, and it was free on the Kindle store. That's why I had it on Android. Okay, so five already. Yeah. I have Um, have the Genesis collection on the Switch. So do I. So that's already. uh, I have uh, the... um, I have... The, uh, I, think, it's, I think I have console. it on Steam. I think I have it on Steam as I a don't bundle. Have it on Steam. Uh and yes, you I have, have it on the classic console.
0: The... Yeah. Uh I have it on the PS3 version of the Sonic's Genesis Collection. Do we not have it for 360? No, we had Sonic CD for 360. Oh, I have it I have it on my Xbox 1. That is eleven, and I think that I think 11. I think that's all we that's all we got.
1: Yeah.
0: Whoo! I'm sweating now. It's probably the same for Sonic Two. Just to be clear, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a lot, there's a lot of overlap for Sonic Two. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Man of Steel with 100 bits. If you can only get a physical version of Cyber Shadow or the new TMNT announced at E3 from.
0: LRG which do you choose What what's the TMNT situation oh the the new TMNT game that they announced he's asking if you, we had to choose between a physical version of Cyber Shadow or the new TMNT game a uh, physical version of that from Limited oh, Run Games which to be choose?
1: announced at E3 I thought he was saying yeah. that there will be a Turtles game announced at E3 um, <laughs> me and Will are going to have very different opinions here uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the Turtles game is going to be really good. I'm a really big fan of Cyber Shadow, so I would rather Cyber Shadow be i uh, I'd rather Cyber Shadow have a physical release. I, I would
0: 100% Ninja Turtles but, physical but release.
1: I don't think I would buy a physical release of Cyber Shadow. Honestly, I already have it. I don't think I. I don't think I yeah. need to look at it like with my own eyeballs. <laughs> Me and Will had a little I conversation mean, her- before this, before the stream about Cyber Shadow, and he said yeah. uh, he didn't like it that much. I don't. I don't think I like that game. I don't
0: think I'm not a fan of that game. (laughs) I really think that it is a fair difficulty. I tried. I I, I try. I, I don't think it's fair. I I, it's unfair, and I think it's unfair to the point of not being fun.
1: See, see, I, I'm very conscious of a game throwing stuff at you and killing you to make you learn. I hate that about the original Mega Man. The original Mega Man will just kill you and then be like, oh, you should have known better. Try again next time. Also, Donkey yeah. Kong Country does that, and it, it makes everybody... <laughs> That's what gets everybody to turn on me is when I say that Donkey Kong Country does shit like that, and that's why I don't like Donkey Kong Country. Um I don't think Cyber Shadow does that. I, I think, think Ninja Gaiden I think, does that. Ninja Gaiden does that. I think Ninja that, Gaiden does it, and I
0: think Cyber Shadow takes inspiration from Ninja Gaiden.
1: I think Ninja Gaiden I mean, I think Cyber Shadow I
0: mean yeah. Cyber the, Shadow asks it asks you to to, to do too much at once. Yes. It asks you to keep focused on what's in front of you, what's behind you, what you're jumping over, and it will make you do all of that at the same time. But, but And I don't think that's fair. But I think
1: that it, it the way it, that game works is it slowly gets you to a point where things get really chaotic and you should have all of the tools
0: with you necessary to yeah. navigate through it. Within the first twenty minutes of playing, though, is not the, the place for that to be. Do you think the messenger uh, is better at that? Yes, because the messenger, while also very difficult, is also fair, because it, like, it's a learning process. Because it's not about the enemies; it's about the platforming, mm-hmm. and it's about you know seeing what's in front of you and focusing on just what's in front of you, not everything around you and i think that's much more fair to the player than just throwing shit and you know you better get it or otherwise fuck you
1: i i, I honestly i i had a really good time with cyber shadow i mean, I don't know if it's uh listen i play a lot of platformers will maybe i'm <laughs> just so good at them that I've Maybe. just, I just lost all perspective from plebeians like you. <laughs> but I honestly, I honestly thought it was it was really good. <laughs> no, I, mean, I equated that, the difficulty to tried... Super Meat Boy because that's, I mean, but yeah. Super Meat Boy, you die and it feels fine because you could just restart. Like Super Meat Boy, you learn from yeah. dying. Um, yeah, exactly. It's but it never feels good. unfair. It never feels like something came out of nowhere, except for Super
0: Meat Boy Forever. Right. Things... Well, yeah, come out of nowhere. That's procedurally generated. Yeah. Yeah, no, Super Meat Boy and games like The Messenger, like you don't have to worry about so many different things. You just worry about like one thing at a time. And like, yeah, you can die, but then you like when you start back, you know how to get past you know A, B, and C. You can focus on D. And if you get past D, you go to E, and so forth and so on. But you know, Cyber Shadow just doesn't do that. You have to deal with the entire alphabet. From the go, like immediately. Should, should I
1: replay Cyber Shadow? I had a lot of fun with it. I loved it. Maybe I
0: should replay The know, Messenger, is what did. I should do. Yeah. I know if I started, because I fell off of The Messenger, but I know if I started playing it now, I, there's no fucking way I'd be able to pick it up again. <laughs> yeah. That was ha- a game that requires rhythm and precision, and if you lose that, you ain't getting it back.
1: I should replay The Messenger from the beginning. I never beat The Messenger
0: neither did i and like i I forgot why i stopped it i think probably play something else the messenger was very good i got really i would recommend the messenger um this is my sonic by the way (laughs)
1: it's not great (laughs) i forgot you were drawing sonic Uh,
0: i I finished this a while ago i just never showed it um
1: anyway hey willow davis thanks for the raid and also yeah Beat 'em ups. Thank you for the raid while we were arguing uh, about Cyber Shadow. Uh, thanks for being here. How was Wood's podcast? I'm trying to get Wood to do a pre recorded segment for next week's podcast. Yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes.
0: you guy's talking about shampoo, <laughs> <Got long hair.
1: laughs> that was mean. <laughs> that was like a bully, it's like what a bully would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um anyway um uh, mama the best thank you for the eight months i appreciate you. um and kenzel b extreme thank you for the four months four months woo. woo thank you uh all right we'll take a few more questions and then i gotta
0: pee all right uh Syrist. question for bob have you ever thought about doing a video on flash cartridges like the everdrive for instance yes
1: actually everdrive hit me up uh oh. and i've always wanted one yeah. uh i just never really thought like an everdrive video would do good because they've been around for like a million years uh i need yeah. to i feel like i need to like come up with an idea for like an everdrive video. But I, I, yeah i've always wanted to do an everdrive uh i've always wanted to play around with an everdrive i, I feel like i could do mm. uh, that would help a
0: lot they're expensive though Everdrives. they're very expensive um, and there are there are different versions of Everdrives for, like there are like three different versions of the ever of the Everdrive just for like the Game Boy alone. Right. Because like they all have different features and sizes and whatnot. Also, ever I know Everdrive isn't the only company that does it, but they're like the biggest company. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: not gonna lie, they're expensive, but I have two and they work flawlessly. Yeah, I, I they seem like really cool. So I'm 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 down to yeah. try it for sure. The, the the stupid little Game Boy Advance uh, 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 cartridges that I got those kind of I mean they're cool because oh, yeah. they work just like a Game Boy Advance cartridge and there's like limited storage but playing ROMs off of those is, is stupid because you you yeah they only hold one ROM basically um anyway uh, for those of you who don't know an EverDrive you it's a flash storage device where you could you play like on they have them for like every retro console that's cartridge based yeah, right
0: you you load yeah you load roms onto a cartridge and you put that cartridge into the appropriate system and you can play the games from there and it runs flawlessly it
1: holds lots of roms so so like yeah. you, you it's not just one rom per cartridge
0: you can just yeah. load up uh, like your whole library onto it some of them have sd card slots so you can like swap out sd mm-hmm. cards and load as many as you can so you could potentially have your entire
1: Game Boy library on one cartridge, yeah. uh, which is really, really cool. Yeah. But but they're expensive.
0: Hmm. Um, what else do we got? Give us more questions. Uh, Porkchop78, what did you guys think of Sonic Underground? The only thing I remember was the theme song was a banger. Did you ever watch Sonic Underground? I
1: don't think I did, honestly.
0: That was... So there were three Sonic cartoons in the 90s. There was... Oh, uh, the this is the one with Sonic the Hedgehog. three characters. This is the one where Sonic has a brother and a sister and they form a rock band. That show is crap. Yeah, this looks terrible. Like actual crap. It is not good. The theme song it, like, is a banger in the loosest sense of the term. <laughs> um,
1: Why is Knuckles like squished? I don't know. It was, it was someone it was weird. Him on the head.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this looks very bad. Yeah, no, it is not a good show. Uh, Jaleel White, who was the voice of Sonic um, in Sonic: That I Am and Adventures of Sonic, was also the voice of Sonic in this and his brother and sister. <laughs> oh my god. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, streaming on Paramount Plus. Do not watch it. <laughs> um...
1: It sounds like they were on a budget. Well, I mean, he was yeah. the guy. He was like the voice yeah. actor. Um, all right. I think we're I think we're good here, right? Yeah. Thanks for hanging yeah, out, everybody.
0: Can. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash Wolfden. if you can't make the show for any reason at all, We always put it up as an archive version over on the YouTube channel, Wolf Den Podcast. So go and subscribe to that so you can watch the show on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us, though, rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash Podcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you listen to us or watch us, though, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective stores guys thanks for being here i will definitely be
1: streaming on thursday i don't know about tomorrow uh but uh i don't know i don't even know what we're gonna do also later this week on thursday we will have a video out on this guy it's the PowerA's hundred dollar pro controller (laughs) it's more expensive than a pro controller so we'll see how that goes it's like it's kind of like an elite controller um so i will be playing around with that tonight to see what i think of it all so far it's pretty premium um guys go watch nicole b right now she just became a twitch partner today's her first partner stream and she is currently crying so go go (laughs) go have a good time over there (laughs) go Um, cheer her up no it's like i look it seems like a happy cry situation um So, everybody enjoy that. Go over there and say hi and say congratulations. And we'll see you all uh, next week or on the next Twitch stream. Goodbye.
0: Bye.